Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Holy Meetings. You know, in just a few hours, I'll be joining with some other believers in the gathering of the church. Now, the word church comes from the Greek ekklesia, which means the assembly. And so in a few hours, I will be gathering with other believers in a holy assembly before God. And the reason for that is that I wish to give honor to God, acknowledging Him to be my God and His people to be my people. Uh, The reason for that is because I belong to Jesus Christ and he gave himself in sacrifice for his body, for those who have come to faith in him through the preaching of the word of God, through the sharing of the gospel message, and by the operation of the Holy Spirit. They've been joined to Christ. And being joined to Christ, they're joined to other believers. And I am a believer. I belong with other believers on what we call the Lord's Day. Now, it could be that you gathered on this day, on a Saturday. Or maybe you will gather, as most Christians do, on a Sunday, the first day of the week. But it's not about the day. It's about the meeting and who you're meeting with. So who are we meeting with on this day, on this time set aside for the gathering of believers? We are to be meeting with God. Now, if that's not what is in your mind when you think about going to church, then you need to have a rewiring because going to the assembly of believers is about meeting with the living God through the mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ, as we gather around his word, as we sing our praises, as we present our prayers, as we fellowship with one another, and as we remember Christ's sacrifice in the Lord's Supper. You know, the early church met together. In fact, when they first started, they met daily. And then, I guess it became a pattern on a weekly basis, at least by Acts 20, they came together for the breaking of the bread. But every time they came together, it was to be with the Lord and with one another engaged in holy activities. You know, there's some engagement of a mind that some people have that just never crosses my mind. I never have a question in my mind as to whether I'm going to the service on Sunday. That's a given. It doesn't matter what time I get to bed. It doesn't matter what other things may be going on around me. When it's time for the gathering of the assembly of believers once a week, when we gather around God's word to sing his praises, to present our prayers, to hear his teaching, There's no question in my mind, I will be there unless I'm providentially handed. And that would mean that because of a major sickness or something of that nature, I could not make it. Otherwise, you can bet I'll be there. Now, why? Because God's word tells us this is so important for our souls and this is so honoring to God and it is so encouraging to fellow believers. And all of those are my responsibilities. I am to give God the honor and glory that's due his name. I am to be concerned about the life of my fellow believers, and therefore I will be present with them to encourage them by my participation in the public corporate worship of God's name. 
and my soul needs it. It needs to hear God's word read. It needs to hear God's word taught. It needs to be able to express itself mentally and emotionally and physically in the worship of Almighty God. I'm reminded of the Psalms that encourage us along these lines. Here's a Psalm, Psalm 84. The psalmist writes, How lovely is your dwelling place, Yahweh of hosts, Lord of hosts. I long and yearn for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Happy are those people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. What a wonderful thought. I'm gathering to God at the place that's set aside for the gathering of his people, the courts of the house of the Lord, to meet with others who believe the same way I do in the living God. Or listen to this psalm, Psalm 122. I rejoice with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, Jerusalem. You have to understand that when the psalmist is writing, the primary principal place for the meeting of God's people was in Jerusalem at the temple at the appointed feast of the year. Those occurred three times a year. They occurred at Passover, at Pentecost, and at Tabernacles, and it might involve a stay of two or three weeks in which several gatherings would be there and daily presentations of offerings. Now, whether they gathered on the week uh, in a synagogue, that occurred during the exile. And before that, perhaps they did it in their homes. We're not told about that. But when the psalmist speaks of it, he's talking about this appointed place where God's people would gather to engage in the appointed worship for these feast days. And though that's not our pattern today because that's the old covenant regulation, it sets the pattern for the new covenant reality. And the new covenant reality is that we gather weekly to meet with the Lord and to encourage one another in our holy faith. And that brings us to the New Testament truth about it. Jesus said in answer to the woman at the well, neither in this place, that is in Gerasim, nor in Jerusalem is the Lord concerned about his worshipers. Those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. So it's not the place that's the importance, but it is the gathering before God to engage in spiritual worship, a truthful explanation and exposition of his word, truthful teaching concerning him, and genuine prayers and the offerings of praise and honor to God and engaging in other activities that God has appointed for us to do. Think about Colossians. Colossians and Ephesians has this passage of Scripture that tells us about what we do when we gather. Paul writes, Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Did you notice the singing is not appointed for spiritual or religious entertainment. It's appointed for us to engage in it together as a congregation. And in so doing, through the words that we sing and share, we are sharing in psalms, 
We engage in hymns, that's songs directed to God or about God, and his spiritual songs, which can take the form of prayers and take the form of testimonies, taking the form of the declaration of God's truth. This is what we do. And we're to lift up our holy hands in prayer. We're to present our petitions before the Lord. This is a joint activity. It's for the corporate gathering of God's people. And it's because of the great importance of our holy assemblies that the author of Hebrews writes these very sobering words to the Christians there. They were having some difficulties in their faith, and therefore some of them in discouragement was sort of holding back some of them from gathering with other believers. But this is what the apostle writes. Therefore, brothers, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus... Now, the sanctuary is not the temple in Jerusalem anymore. The sanctuary is wherever God's people gather around his word and his table. Therefore, brothers, since we have boldness to enter the sanctuary through the blood of Jesus by the new and living way which he has inaugurated for us, that is, through the offering up of his flesh on the cross. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our meetings as some habitually do, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Do you want to grow in Christ? Do you want to have a strong witness for Christ? Then attend to this holy duty, the holy assembly. Do it weekly. Do it habitually. Do it for your soul's sake. Do it for the encouragement of the body. And most of all, do it because it pleases the heart of God and it delights the Lord Jesus that you Express your love for him through loving his body together. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights.